2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
3: it's time to
4: dominate the sports books on Moneyline. your best live odds on the mlb postseason
2: on the seven pitch harper
3: hits in the.
0: How can you not be romantic about baseball?
4: Plus, all the NFL and college football action you need before opening kickoff. Candle steps into it. Passes caught. Dicks. Sideline.
3: Touchdown.
0: Unbelievable. Vikings
3: win it.
5: Inch by inch play by play till we're finished with your host donnie Rightside. last year kevin in the national league which is where you're looking at you know who ended up in the nlcs he had a five and the six and kevin walsh that is one of the most
4: remarkable performances in, the, in a negative fashion that we've ever seen on the sports grid radio network sirius xm channel 159
5: Time to get it popping on a Wednesday afternoon right here on the Sports Grid Network. Donnie right side here, solo mission on Moneyline. And we got a lot of Major League Baseball to talk about over this next hour. Why is that? Three games on the card today. 5.07 p.m. start Atlanta and Philadelphia. That's on TBS. 7.07 start tonight. Eastern Houston and Minnesota. Fox Sports 1. And then 9.07 tonight in the nightcap. That's the Dodgers and the Arizona Diamondbacks on TBS. Looking to day. The Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves, nobody can clinch the series today, so we guaranteed we'll get at least a game number four. Houston and Minnesota in their game number four. If Houston wins, they will move on to the league championship series to take on the Texas Rangers. Nightcap tonight, Dodgers and Diamondbacks. Who would have thought the Los Angeles Dodgers on the brink of elimination to the Arizona Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks win tonight. They move on to the A. NLCS Dodgers win tonight they keep the NLDS alive out there which quite frankly I think they will but having said that before we start on today's triple header we're going to break down those games and handicap those we're going to take a look RBI props see if we can make some money yesterday made enough for a pizza took a half unit place it on Kyle Seager excuse me Corey Seager Home run, cashed in that at plus 140, but it did have a bigger number. I think it was like plus 265, I want to say, something in that range yesterday for another RBI prop, which, man, I wish that one would have came in yesterday. And that was on Carter for the Texas Rangers. Went one of four, but boy, his numbers were outstanding. So even though you split, I was able to pick up a little bit of pizza money today, and I hope that we can double down today and pick up even more. But let's take a look at what happened yesterday in the playoffs where we went wrong, I guess you could say, where we were right, and why Major League Baseball is crazy once we get to the postseason. Game number one yesterday, it was the American League on uh, full display. Astros-Twins game number one yesterday, Orioles and the Rangers game number two. Let's focus on the Astros and the Twins. Now, as you guys know, and hearing multiple shows here on the Sports Grid Network, I really like the Astros over the summer. Every chance I got, you know, $10 bets, $20 bets, just stacking them up on the Astros throughout the summer, because a lot of times on the FanDuel Sportsbook, you got those odds boosts, and you were able to use them in the futurist market, and I settled on the Houston Astros. I said, you know what? we're getting good prices now. If this works out the way I think it will be, with Verlander back into the fold, they're going to be comparable to get to the World Series, and I do believe they have a great shot at that. Cruising along all the way, right? Summer, July, August, feeling good. Something about a week ago in September, you're like, Oh my goodness, the Astros might miss the playoffs altogether. What happened here? You know, where is all the value that's lining up on the Astros was disappearing right before my eyes, only to have a fantastic final weekend, which the Texas Rangers folded up shop and allowed as those, let's just say, you know, tickets here to be on the Astros and be live. Now, yesterday I thought the Twins were going to win that baseball game. Sonny Gray came in as one of the better pitchers in major league baseball. Christian Javier struggled this year after what we thought would be a season where he would take full control of that starting command and be a dominant pitcher. He wasn't that this year. So I said, "Look at this, man. Twins are going to go up 3-2 to 1 in that series. All hands on the deck, still another game in Minnesota and you're not even getting any of your aces on the mound. Framber Valdez and or Justin Verlander. Didn't matter. Before you could turn that game on, like if you were late, let's say you're pulling up in your driveway or making yourself something to eat or going to get a quick pickup, 4 to nothing Astros right away there. They hammer the Twins 9-1. 14 hits for the Astros, 3 for the Twins. An easy walkaway winner. In one of those games where I felt the Twins had a distinct advantage, number one being at home and number two with Sonny Gray on the mound. Now one thing that we saw, I talked about this morning on the early line with Ben Stevens. Did you see what the Twins crowd was doing yesterday, Christian Javier? When you have a pitcher that milks as much as the pitch clock as possible, I hadn't heard this so far from a Major League Baseball crowd. Maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, but it was on full display yesterday. Now the Twins are, were already up four to—excuse me—the Astros were already up four to nothing over the Twins in that game. But they started count the countdown on the clock, and I felt myself going like, "Man, if I was a pitcher, that actually might get into my head." That actually might be distracting at this point. Five, four, three, two. You know what I mean? Like speeding up the pitcher, maybe messing with his mechanics a little bit, messing with his psyche. It didn't matter to Javier. He was absolutely sensational yesterday. But I was hoping it sort of worked out a little bit. It's almost like when you watch an NBA playoff game. And the opposing team's crowd, when Giannis Antetokounmpo gets to the free throw line, and they start counting down the shot clock, because he goes over it every single time, but the refs just really don't want to call it. Maybe messes you up, maybe shoots a little bit earlier than you want to. Didn't happen there. But case in point, the Astros absolutely hammered the Twins. 9-1, to one, now in pole position to move forward to the NLCS and take on who? Not the Orioles, the Rangers, who are now all of a sudden on fire again. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's the Rangers this summer. Tremendous can't beat them. Tremendous can't beat them. Oh, my goodness. They think they can't win. Okay, they're fully back. Okay, they just collapsed before the playoffs started. And now they're probably going to get beat by Tampa Bay. Swept Tampa Bay on the road. Then you take on the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, look at this. Crowds hype at Camden Yards. How are the Rangers going to deal with that? Bam. Two games in Baltimore. Two wins for the Rangers. Coming home. Kramer on the mound. Iovaldi had a very good start already in the postseason. Looks like Cy Young out there. They absolutely dominate the Orioles. 7-1 in that ballgame. Impressive. Seager obviously cashed in an RBI for me yesterday. Appreciated that very much. They out-hit the Orioles 11-6. The Orioles season ends with an absolute thud from a season that had so, so much promise and so much excitement. And quite frankly, not very many people evened Baltimore Oriole fans saw that coming. We'll see what they do in the offseason. But now the pressure is going to be on the Houston Astros to close out the Twins as soon as possible so they can take on the Rangers and reset their rotation. It would be wonderful for the Astros' sake to win that game today in Minneapolis. Because why? you will save Verlander. We'll save Valdez. We'll set him up for the next series. And away you go at home in a dome-versus-dome environment in the ALCS. Major League Baseball takes center stage next. We're going to hit the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves, break it down, see what options we have. Let's make some money. It's Moneyline on a Wednesday afternoon Rockin' and rollin' on a Wednesday afternoon. As you guys know, come on, phone lines are always open here. 844-843-6879. If you have any hot plays tonight on Major League Baseball, any hot takes on football, let's let it rip today and have some fun. But there is a triple header in Major League Baseball. Game number one, live from Philadelphia, 5.07 p.m. Game number two, 7.07 p.m. That is from Minnesota, in Minneapolis, actually. And 9.07 p.m. out there in Arizona, Glendale, Arizona. Los Angeles, and Arizona will take place in that one. You know what you like about today? A lot of good solid lines out there. Philadelphia Phillies, minus 122 favorites, up to about minus 125, depending on where you're shopping at. Minnesota, minus 125 favorites, depending on where you're shopping at. And the Dodgers, minus 130 favorites, depending on where you're shopping at there. So how about that? No blowouts today, no craziness. No, hey, man, I had the Penguins last night, minus 250. What happened? They lost to the Blackhawks and Connor Bedard. None of that stuff today. Totals also, feeling a little bit better about this. Feels like right, you know, right side baseball here in the summer, right? There's not hot weather conditions. That's certainly not the case. But the pitching prospects aren't as great as what we've anticipated so far. We saw a lot of seven and a half and eights as totals as you line up the first parts of these series. Now as the series start getting going, you get into the third and fourth pitchers, and here we go. Philadelphia-Atlanta, a nine total overall. Houston and Minnesota, that's an eight. And how about this? Dodgers, Diamondbacks, nine and a half. And we might be able to find some RBI props today in the pudding. But let's take a look first. Philadelphia and Atlanta. If we look at the series price right now as it stands, it's one to one. Philadelphia, if you would have said before the series started, hey, by the way, Philadelphia Phillies fans and Phillies players, you're going to split in ta- excuse me down in Atlanta. Yep, you take that in a heartbeat. But when you watch it play out, the Phillies won the game. They probably weren't supposed to win three to nothing, and in a game they had a four to nothing lead with their ace on the mound, ended up blowing that game. Should have been two zero, but I think if you're legitimately looking at this, saying to yourself, "Okay, one one is where you're supposed to be at this point," the Phillies do have a slight favor today. Now Elder is going to be on the mound versus the Phillies. It's not a very good pitcher. Aranola, quality pitcher, ace caliber when he gets it going. He was an ace against the Marlins. He was sensational. Both Zach Wheeler and Aranola were sensational. Both of those games also at home. Where is Aranola going to be pitching today? He's going to be pitching at home. Looking at the ticket prices in this game, or should not ticket prices, not the right word. Um, Actually, I probably should get the total. Looks like the money, 78% on the Phillies, 22% on the Atlanta Braves tonight. As I told you, a slight favorite. And to me, you're just trying to break it down to the easiest common denomination. And that's the Phillies have the better pitcher on the mound. And that's where you'll start. So, again, slight favorite. But let's get into some of the nuances of this. How long is Bryce Elder going to be in the game tonight? As long as he pitches well, he'll hang around. Third, fourth, maybe fifth inning. If he's really cruising, if he's in trouble, it could be as short as inning number two, he's out. You can't afford to lose a game number three in a five-game series. That's pivotal. Let's just say the Phillies do win this game, go up 2-1. That means the Phillies can close out tomorrow at home, or if they don't do that, they go back to Atlanta with another chance to try to close out. If you're the Phillies, what's the best-case scenario? Similar to what you saw last year against the Atlanta Braves. Split in Atlanta, come home, handle your business, and move on to the division. Excuse me, to the championship round, which will be against maybe the Arizona Diamondbacks. My goodness, can't imagine the Dodgers not winning that series. But they're down 0-2. two; they're not winning that series. Game today with Bryce Elder on the mound. Let's focus on what he's been doing lately here, and it hasn't been that good. His season long numbers much better than his last thirty days numbers. If we take a look at his last thirty days, he's faced sixty four batters. A 278 ISO power number and a weighted on base percentage of 460. First time listening into the show, welcome. Let me just explain that to you. An ISO power number for a batter, you want it at 170 or higher. Therefore, if you are a pitcher, where do you want it? 170 or lower. He's at 278. That's terrible. Weighted on base percentage. You want that between 320 to 325. That's average in Major League Baseball. So once again, for a batter... A 320 to 325, that's where you want to be. For a pitcher, you want to be below that. Bryce Elder's at a 460. That's danger territory against the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, granted, we don't have 88 degrees with a wind blowing out tonight as if it's in July or August. Cooler temperatures in Philadelphia, about 65 degrees at first pitch, A negligible wind blowing out the right field, about three, four miles an hour, won't have an impact whatsoever. If we go a little bit into deeper detail here, another thing that gets you in trouble in Major League Baseball, not being able to strike out opposing batters. On the season, from 732 batters, just to give you a snapshot here of Bryce Elder, it's only striking out 17.5%. That's not good enough. You want that to be at least 20% or higher. Now, if we focus on the last 30 days, he's got a 12.5% strikeout rate. So we're just using round numbers here. One out of every 10 batters he strikes out. That means... Nine of those 10 batters are putting the baseball in play. That's not good enough. Walk percentage also, or do you want that, below 10%. On the season, elder is below 10%, 8.5%. Last 30 days, 14% elevated. Not pitching as well as he had been all summer long compared to these last 30 days, which included 64 batters. Now here's where the crux of the argument comes in. The bats you would like to take today, just looking overall against right-handed pitching would be who? Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper, two left-handed bats. Look at Bryce Harper against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days. A 450 ISO and a weighted on-base percentage of 517. Incredible. Kyle Schwarber, a 240 ISO power number, which is very good, and a 350 weighted on-base percentage here. But if we look at Bryce Elder, he's done okay against left-handed batters over the past month. 156 ISO, which I just told you, is below average, which is good for a pitcher. 347, slightly elevated. You probably would want that to be a little bit lower. But take a gander at this. On the season, if you just go season long, 352 batters Bryce Elder has faced. How about this? An ISO power number of 135, which is very good, and a weighted on base percentage of 312, equally as good. Like, man... All right. This guy's going to give you a pretty good shot here. Now take a look at the last 30 days, which, again, isn't a huge sample size. 64 batters he's faced out of those 64 batters, 25 from the right-hand side, a four fifty-five ISO, and a six thirty-one weighted on base percentage. So the damage can probably be done tonight from the right-hand side. If you are looking to back the Phillies with some RBI props here, Bryce Harper comes to mind as a lefty. If you want to ride it out, same as Schwarber. But we're talking right-handed batters here. Trey Turner's got a 176 ISO, right around positive, and a weighted on base percentage of 385. That's a guy I'll be looking for. Alec Bohm, not a guy we're looking for here. Struggling against right-handed pitching over the past month to the tune of a 138 ISO and a 298 Weighted on-base percentage. Now, the rest of the lineup, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Riomuto, Castellanos, Marsh, and Rojas. All elevated ISO power numbers. Riomuto, 217 as a righty. Nick Castellanos, 267 as a righty. Johan Rojas, 171. Now, Marsh is in there as a left-handed batter. He's at a 171. But his strikeout rate is egregious at 43%. Nick Castellanos says ISO power number from right-handed bats something I would look into. K rate is a little bit high over his past 65 at-bats against right-handed pitching. That's coming in just below 30%. But the ISO power number is right at 267. So if we're being honest with ourselves, it's hard, put it this way, it's hard to take Bryce Harper off of your lineup because you're saying to yourself, like, yeah, Bryce Elder, he's okay, against lefties, has struggled overall over the past 30 days, and Harper's actually mashing the baseball here. Some tough decisions to make. I wish they were more clear-cut from a Phillies perspective. But after this break, we're going to flip it over and take a look at Aaron Nolan, how he matches up against that Atlanta Braves lineup. Because quite frankly, Nola's numbers are sensational, but so are the Braves' bats, equally sensational. It's line on a Wednesday afternoon. Donnie writes out on a solo mission, and I'll be right back We got car payments to make, people. I think that commercial said it best right here. Trying to pay some bills here, win some money, Major League Baseball, breaking down these Major League Baseball playoff games today. Sensational stuff here. Donnie Wrightside, right here on Moneyline on a Wednesday afternoon. Phone lines open 844 6829 Now as we flip it over, we cover the Philadelphia Phillies bats going up against Elder. Some good spots to like here. There's a reason why this total is listed at nine. Now let's get the Aaron Nola up against the Atlanta Braves. Nola's been really good. Now, the numbers we talked about with Bryce Elder over the past 30 days, not so hot. We do see Aaron Nola's numbers today. Now, granted, he's going up against the Braves. We'll get to those numbers in just a little bit. But let's take a look at Aaron Nola. 93 batters he's faced over the past 30 days in Major League Baseball. Take a look at this. I told you, ISO power number 170, right? That's where you want to be a little bit less than that as a pitcher. Aaron Nola's 56 Break that down between lefty and righty batters, 0.87 to lefties, 0.23 to righties. Strikeout percentage, just over 20%, which is okay. It's, okay. it's not great. Walk percentage, 2%. Ground ball percentage, elite, 63%. Only 17%. Line drives along with 17% fly balls. If we look at that lineup for the Atlanta Braves in order one through five, it is tremendous. Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albies, Austin, Riley, Matt Olson, Marcel, Ozuna. Look at these ISO power numbers, people 296, 273, 246, 354, 475. Weighted on base percentages 465, 444, 413, 518, and 488. Who do you trust? I'll tell you one guy I trust here. Let's get to the phone lines, 844 843 Moose, he's calling in on a Wednesday afternoon edition of Moneyline. What do we got, Moose? What are we feeling?
3: i tell you what, uh, 1707, 1707. For those people that don't know military time, mm. seven minutes after 5 o'clock, it kicks off. There you go. Right during, yep. right, right during dinner time. i tell you what, I cannot wait for today's games. I totally agree. You know, um, I'm betting heavy on the Phillies. Uh, I am taking uh, Nola to go over four and a half strikeouts. Uh, I've got a ticket for Schwarber. I figure if they're going to be on the uh, on the ball tonight, Schwarber's going to get at least five at-bats. Um, yeah. But then uh, I tell you, the one that I've really been paying off for me is um, Alvarez. Four homers in the last five games, that man is on fire. And then mm-hmm. I cannot agree with you. I listened to you guys uh, earlier this morning about how uh, the Dodgers are going to put some uh, put some wood on that ball. But uh, it, it's 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 going to be a great night tonight. And I tell you what, I'm so much looking forward to this. And then, hey, one other thing before I let you go, my friend. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to JP, shout out to you. I always enjoy these Wednesdays. But Redtail, if you're listening, call in. Mm. I've got a message waiting for you with JP. I'm <laughs> going to take you to a Columbus Blue Jackets game. We're going to sit in a VIP booth. We're going to eat and drink for free. It's all mm. set up. And then we're going to send pictures to DRS and and JP. Go. We're going to get it on. So take care. Go Phillies.
5: There we go. Pictures always big with the callers. You know, Jordan calls in here. We get some pictures there. Moose is always checking in, checking out some of the latest food options, some fish we're catching. It's good stuff here. It's what we do it here. And by the way, real quick off topic before I get back to this Atlanta Braves breakdown and throughout the Stros, Twins and Dodgers D-Backs, Powerball's up to $1.7 billion. One point seven billion dollars. Which I think I was the. It's a 25-year annuity if you take that. Which is, let me just get out the calculator real quick just to make sure this is correct. So, one point seven. This doesn't even go up that high. I think it's. I think it came up like 66 or 68 million dollars a year for 25 years. You can feel like you're LeBron James out there, man. That's like LeBron James money every year. Can you imagine that winning Powerball? Now, granted, I know they're going to take taxes up. We're just doing the gross, uh, gross amounts. All right. Hey, I won. All right. Let me turn the ticket in. Fantastic. Uh, Mr. Rightside, where would you like your first installment sent to? All right. Send it over to my bank. How much is going to be in there? $68 million. So I assume it's, let's just say, you verify the ticket on 10-15, October 15th. What is it? The next year? On October 15th, another $68 million splashes into your account. Or if you just decide to take the, wait, here's the here's the robbery part about it. Because I was on the website earlier today. Let me just see if it's going up here. I was on, uh, let me see, let's just type in Powerball here. Because it gives you like a running countdown of like the money that's involved here. Let me see here. Let me see what it's up to. Okay, here we go. Uh, Drawing in eight hours and 30 minutes, roughly from here. Estimated jackpot $1.73 billion. Cash value is $756 million. Now, hear me out on this. We're going to talk baseball in just a second. Make it make sense to me because I know it's an annuity. I get it. I, I understand that. But it's hard, like, explain it to an alien. Coming down, that actually speaks English. You know what I mean? Hold on. Let, let, let's get this set up straight here. Like, how would it be? How would the alien talk here? Okay.
4: Hello, Donnie. I just saw 1.73 billion
5: as the estimated jackpot. And I said, okay, yes, he came down from space. That is exactly what the 1.73 billion dollar jackpot is. It's a lot of money.
4: What is the cash value? Seven hundred
5: and fifty-six million dollars.
4: Why is it so light?
5: Yeah, it's really light. But also, if you take that cash value, that's not the taxed cash value. They're gonna lop off like three at least three hundred million dollars of that. And that's probably being generous on my side. So let's just say the if you wanna get I and is anybody gonna complain about getting four hundred fifty six million dollars splashed into their account tomorrow morning. Nobody's gonna complain about that. But how is it possible, again, trying to explain it to somebody who doesn't understand how this works? Yes, I won $1.73 billion. Awesome. Send it my way. Now, hold on here. Why don't only get $456 million out of this? So you're telling me $1.25 billion goes up in smoke tomorrow morning? Think about that. Think about that. What is this robbery that we're talking about here? billion turns into like 456 million if you win what i mean i just sometimes i just let my mind stray and again as i said nobody's going to complain about 456 million dollars but then again you're going to look at that 1.73 and say what had happened here where did it go all right let's get back to major league baseball i hope i and by the way I'm going to be spreading that wealth around. Your boy DRS wins that Powerball. We're spreading that wealth around here. Now Am I going to keep a lot for myself? Absolutely. But we're going to take care of the people. We're going to take care of the people that took care of us. Like JP buying the wheels of steel is going to be able to buy a lot of Bitcoin with the money I give him there. Trust me on that. K-Dub's not here today, so maybe we don't share it with K-Dub. Moose calls in. I mean, you want to talk about Moose. I'll buy Moose a plane to go fly around for a year just to hang out wherever he goes. and the boys. Chris from Austin. Jordan calling in. You know, our guy extra money. Love it, man. The X-Man, you know he's going to get taken care of. The avoid the will handle it. But let's take care of business tonight. I don't see the Philadelphia Phillies losing. Now, as I said yesterday, I didn't see the Twins losing either. And the Phillies shouldn't have lost game number two. But if I'm just being honest, I really like that Braves lineup. It's good. But I got the better pitcher tonight. I'm not worried about that. And I've said it time and time again. If the Phillies were getting out of, you know, Atlanta... With 1-1, there's a good chance they win it. 2-0, they win the series automatically, just like I'm talking about the Diamondbacks now. But this is a time for the Philadelphia Phillies, as they did last year, to seize control of this series. Now, Strider has been officially confirmed to pitch in game number four. That game is in Philadelphia. Last year, he didn't even make it through three innings and got shelled by the Phillies. So that's going to be in the back of his head tomorrow. So just because you're seeing Strider will start tomorrow, oh great, that's going to give us a great advantage. He was mushed last year in Philadelphia. We'll see how it plays out. But if we're taking a look at RBI props, I'm honestly going to stay away from the Atlanta Braves just because I'm staying true to some of those numbers. Now, granted, I don't know if I can leave Bryce Harper out tonight. He might have to be involved. Like I might be getting down with I don't want to say even a, um, a round robin, but I think I'm going to go harper and at least Castellanos in the game tonight. Maybe even Trey Turner. So the three guys we're looking at, Turner, Harper, and Castellanos in the Philadelphia Phillies game. All right, let's get to game number two, Houston and Minnesota. Jose Urquidy is going to be on the mound today going up against the Minnesota Twins. Don't have any official lineups out just yet for this ballgame. I don't think they came out. Let me just scroll down this list. I know the Phillies, obviously, and the Braves. They are automatically in there. Nothing out officially yet. So let's just go with what we think those lineups are going to be. Jose Urquidy, over the past 39 batters he's faced, which hasn't been a lot over the past month, he's got a 206 ISO, which could get him in trouble. A 250 ISO to left-handed batters through 19 at-bats. On the season, he faced 108 left-handed batters. They're at a 204 ISO. That's where you want to look tonight. Now also, Julian is a lefty, Kepler is a lefty, Krilov is a lefty, Walner is a lefty. Castro is a switch hitter. There's a lot of left-handed batters in that lineup. And take a look at the ISO power number slash weighted on base percentages for them. Julian, 269 ISO, 402 weighted on base percentage. Polanco, who actually missed, he's a switch hitter here, 208 ISO. Kepler, 190 ISO, 396 weighted on base percentage. Krilov, 200 ISO, 344 weighted on base percentage. Walner, 275 ISO, weighted on base percentage, 445. And then Castro, 218 ISO, weighted on base percentage percentage 381 see where we're going here we're loading up on lefties to go after jose urquidy we're going to get to the opposite side after this commercial break and take a look at how the houston bats are lining up here against ryan and they line up well we might be in for some runs tonight which is typical in major league baseball when you don't expect it but tonight we expect it we're going with the train here come on back tony wright's at radio money line Back out of here, checking out some highlights from the Astros and the Twins, trying to figure out some RBI props we can hit here. But before we do that, we're going to get to the phone lines here. Check it out. People, 844-843-6879. Jordan calling in from Phoenix. He's ready to go here on a Wednesday afternoon of Moneyline. What's up, Jordan?
4: What's going on, Donnie? How you doing, man?
5: Good, my guy. What's up, man?
4: Uh, today, I'm going to ride. Uh, I'm going to take their Phillies. I like the Astros. Mm-hmm. And then uh, mm-hmm. I got a couple friends going to that Diamondback Dodgers game so I'm going to uh Ooh. I'm going to arrive the Diamondbacks for my boys out there and then uh, I like we got it. some hockey tonight. I like Edmonton. Edmonton and hockey. So, uh, and then I ah. uh, went to that Niners game. I know like, you've seen that. Uh, yeah. But man, you want to talk about some fun? That was a great game. My cousins obviously a little awesome. upset. And sure, Chris from Austin. But uh, <laughs> you know, we had a good time. And then uh, you know, the drill. Best show on the grid, man. I'm following those picks. I hope Philly wins for you tonight. Let's go. And by the way, the Niners. Yeah, and, let's do it. Uh, Eagles, best team in the NFL. No, no question. We're on. We're on path mm. for a course Course yes.
5: down week thirteen.
4: have a great day, Donnie. I'll
5: talk to you later, man. You too, man. Jordan checking in out there in Phoenix, ready to go tonight, certainly. And I cash in, and he is right there. The Niners and the Eagles are headed for probably two collision courses this season, which would be a lot of fun to watch. I brought it up this morning on the early line, but like let's just say you're you're not the Eagles or the 49ers in the NFC. Let's just say playoff. Nobody gets injured the rest of the way. Like if you're the Detroit Lions or the or the. Dallas Cowboys. Can you imagine that? Like, just to get to the Super Bowl, you got to go through Philadelphia and also San Francisco just to play for the championship. My goodness here. It's going to be a lot of fun to play out here. Not a great week, by the way, in uh, the National Football League for excitement, but obviously there is some spots that we can try to get down on. By by the way, uh, quick before we get back to baseball, eliminator pick, I'm trying to decide what I want to do this week. I actually locked in the Rams over Arizona. I'm, I'm sure sort of like, and I haven't done this yet, and I hope it doesn't bite me because I still have the Kansas City Live, which is Thursday against the Denver Broncos. It's like, oh, come on, Donnie. How can you go wrong? Just take them. But I feel like I don't know when I'm going to get to use the Rams again, possibly, where they would be seven point favorites other than this week. And that's the dilemma that I'm running into right now. So we'll see if it. Plays out that way, if you get me, but that's where I'm leaning today. So, anybody has any ideas on that? You want to give me a call? 844 843 Do so if not, I'll certainly hit me up on Twitter at RightsideVP. Also, he's like, you know what? I'm going with this, or who your eliminator pick is. Still riding high in that. It's been easy, it's been paint by numbers outside of a little scare from the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the commanders. But I do have a couple easy games this week. I just want to make sure that I don't make a stupid decision this weekend. All right, back to the Twins and the Astros here. Looking for RBI props here from a Twins perspective. Whenever Urquidy struggling here with left-handed batters with a 250 ISO, Julian is plus 300 on bet 365 to get an RBI today. He's got a 269 ISO and a weighted on base percentage of 402. I'm looking for left-handed angles here. Kepler also looks like a decent shot right in the middle of that lineup, a 190 ISO and a 396 weighted on base percentage. So, so let me click on that. He's a plus one hundred and sixty. Also, like Walner, who's been really good out of the seven hole against right-handed right-handed pitching. Excuse me, two seventy-five lights in a four forty-five weighted on base percentage. And let me see what Walner's number is here. Plus two ten. All right. So we got six selections so far. If we flip it over to the Houston Astros, here's what I'm running into. Also. Ryan's going to be on the mound, and if you go by the last month, he's got a terrible ISO power number combined against lefties and righties. 262 and 386, man, that is awful, like ISO and weighted on base percentage. But to lefties, he's actually been really good on the season and really good over the past 30 days. So I'm looking at this going like, okay, focus on going against Joe Ryan from a right-handed batting perspective. Which comes up as a 367 ISO and a weighted on base percentage of 476. So we want to isolate right handed batters tonight, right, with the Houston Astros? Here's the problem the two guys that are absolutely hammering right handed pitching are Alvarez and Tucker. They're both lefties, a 489 ISO and a 311 ISO, both elevated weighted on base percentages. You feel like you just want to take a flyer on them, but you want to stay true to the numbers where this pitcher does struggle against. So Altuve, Bregman, Abreu, in that respect, is where I'd be looking. But their numbers aren't phenomenal. Altuve, 379, weighted on base percentage, very good, but an ISO power number that leaves a little bit lacking at 136. Bregman's okay, 167 ISO, and okay, weighted on base percentage, 339. The other right-handed batter is Jose Abreu. Now, maybe just ride a hot bat here. He's got a 212 ISO and a 327 weighted on base percentage. But I'm finding myself looking at something. man, I really wish Ryan struggled against lefties, because we'd be all about Alvarez and Tucker. But if you were to go one way in this, right, from a right handed batting perspective, would it just not be Bregman? You know what, nah. You know what? It would be Abreu for me then. It really would be. So if we click on Abreu, by the way, Abreu bats fifth tonight. At 365, he's got him listed at a 290 price, plus 290 to record an RBI. That's phenomenal. So that's seven guys we have circled so far here. Late night cap tonight: Dodgers and the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight. Lance Lynn's going to be on the mound here to save the season for the Los Angeles Dodgers. It hasn't been that bad over the past 30 days. People, 100 batters faced, 159 ISO, 299 weighted on base percentage. You can deal with that. I think the Dodgers win that game tonight. Carroll and Marte for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Elite numbers against right-handed pitching past 30 days. 271 ISO for Carroll. Marte, 288. Fantastic. Weighted on base percentage, 424 for Carroll. 383 for Marte. Fantastic. The rest of that lineup, boy, it leaves a lot to be desired against right-handed pitching. So I want to flip it over to the Dodgers here. Let me scroll down and bring up some of the Dodgers prices here in just a second. Brandon Fought will be on the mound tonight. He's been bad all season long, but in the last 30 days he's shown up in a playoff start. and also he's been very good against left-handed batters. Now if you watch the early line this morning right here on the sports Grid Network, both myself and Ben, we give out picks at the end of the show. I actually gave him a same game parlay where I used a profit boost. It was cheap. 25 bucks, I believe, pays back like 160 though, so it's a nice price point there. I took Will Smith to get an RBI along with J.D. Martinez to record an RBI, and the Los Angeles Dodgers to win. It's like around that 5-1 to price range, something like that. But if we're looking from a batter's perspective, forget about the pitcher, which bats have been hot against right-handed pitching over the past month? Mookie Betts, not so hot. 105 ISO, 319, weighted on base percentage. Need to be better. Freeman, Smith, Muncy, and and Martinez, that's where you want to look. ISO power numbers on those four? Freeman, 267, Smith, 262, Muncy, 173, and Martinez, 241. Weighted on base percentage for those four guys in consecutive order. Freeman, 399, Smith, 356, Muncy, 355, J.D. Martinez, 379. That's where you want to look there. Now, also, as I just told you here, Brandon fought an 037, ISO, and a 266 weighted on base percentage, which is phenomenal. That's against left-handed batters. Right-handed batters, it's a completely different story, guys. 294 ISO and a weighted on-base percentage of 413. That's where you want to tee off on Brandon fought. Right-handed side. That's why I went Smith and Martinez. I think that makes a ton of sense. So, if we're looking at Bet365, Will Smith, plus 150 to get an RBI tonight. And then if we take a look at J.D. Martinez, he is at a plus 160 price. So, there's nine batters. That I'm looking at tonight for the possibility of RBI shots. Harper, Turner, and Castellanos are the Philadelphia Phillies. Plus 150, plus 155, plus 185. For the Minnesota Twins, three players. Julian, Kepler, and Wallner, plus 290, plus 160, plus 210. The Houston Astros, one player. Jose Altuve. Look, look, look at this. Jose Altuve to record an RBI tonight. Plus 290. Yeah. And then the Dodgers back to back. Will Smith and J.D. Martinez plus one fifty and plus one sixty. I might just have fun on just a small because it's still playoff baseball. It's not the same, but taking like a uh, I'm going to say small. It's all relative to what people bet. A five dollar round robin tonight by twos is a hundred and thirty dollar total wager. But again, you're taking a lot of players. Which the linchpin in this game, actually, the parlay would be, or should I say round Robbie, excuse me, would be Jose Altuve, because he's a standalone over there on the Houston Astros. But they're from the same game, so it really makes it hard to do that. Or if we just take, let's just say, 25, if we go quarter units, how much is that going to cost me here? Uh... Ba-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, for some reason, it's, let me just say accept change. It's not really showing me the price. So, 20, hold on, 20, I do it myself. 25 times nine. 225, if you wanted to take 25 bucks across the board and spray it, I don't think you would get hurt. Quite frankly, I think we are going to make some money tonight because we're not talking about regular season price points here. Hey, Altuve plus 145. Like, no, Altuve is almost three to one. So, basically, you win two of these. Hit the, Jose Altuve at plus 290 and then Ward Julien at plus 290. You'll be fine. You'll be fine right there. No issues, no worries. But I think there's a legitimate chance that you do get more of those. I just got to find a pathway of what I think makes the most sense at this point in order to go ahead and and fire away on that. So I'm going to race that. But I'm going to keep all of those players up and make a decision a little bit later. As you guys know, I already tweeted out on Twitter at Rightside VP that early option that I already took. Will Smith, JD Martinez, and a Dodgers victory at around a five to one price point while factoring in the profit boost that they're giving you tonight, which is a 30% boost. So something to keep an eye on here. So how about that? A full hour of Major League Baseball talk. That's old school people, right? That's old school. Going over all three baseball games here, trying to find some winners, take some phone calls, and have some fun with that. Just wanted to give a quick, by the way, NFL update here. Uh, Devon Achan heads the IR home the next four games. That's a shame for the Dolphins. He was a cash cow for people that were riding him the past couple weeks. 100 yards plus, multiple touchdowns, check, 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 check. I mean, the guy was absolutely phenomenal and unbelievable. Also this morning, uh, Anthony Richardson of the Indianapolis Colts, he goes on the IR, minimum down four games for that, waiting him for him to rest up and get ready and quite frankly, that's for the good of him. You're in good hands with Gardner Minshew, but my goodness. Stay healthy, kid. You can't just play in football games and get knocked out weekly here. That's not gonna that's not gonna work. And we're not talking about it like, hey, we knew it, man. Donnie, to we told you, he's 168 pounds. He's going to get killed as a quarterback. Like No, he's big, he's strong, he's fast. And he's gotten knocked out of just about every single game that he's played in so far. But you know what's starting to come up right now? If anybody's seen any of the highlights or if anybody's seen any you know, ESPN articles, how about this? Patriots look like they're going to stay with Mac Jones this week. He's been absolutely atrocious. Bill O'Brien, the offensive coordinator, has no answers for anything. And they're getting worse as the season goes on. But word inside Patriot Place is that there's a possibility now, and rightfully so. It's a what-have-you-done-for-me league. If you ask what Bill Belichick has done for the Patriots since he's gotten to New England, I, I mean, it's like a storybook, right? It's like, oh, my God, look at all the Super Bowls he has every single year that win the division. Blah, 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 and away you go. Trust in Bill. Patriot way. No excuses. They're getting beat down so bad right now, and it looks like Bill Belichick is lost like as were say, like up the river without a paddle. That's what he is right now. He's got not a lot of talent on that team. The direction of the team is a lot of question marks now. And we're now looking at Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots starting to talk about like yeah, I'll fire the guy if this doesn't turn around. Which is good to see cuz you don't just get to write your own, you know, plans into the future like I don't worry about it. We're getting smoked on a week-to-week basis. We're embarrassing right now, but I'll turn it around. You do get somewhat of a, okay, Bill, we'll trust you on that one. But doesn't it seem like it's got progressively worse since Tom Brady's left town? I like the bag on him, too, because I don't like the Patriots. I'm not a Patriot fan. But my goodness, Bill, was it really all Tom Brady at this point? Average to below average coach without the best player to ever lace them up to cover all of your issues up? Tom Brady did a lot of that here for sure. All right, one more segment to go before we get you out of here for the afternoon on a Wednesday right here on the Sports Grid Network Quick little segment before we get you out of here for the afternoon. Coast to coast. Coming up next, make sure you stay tuned for that and more Sports Grid Network programming here. So today, Major League Baseball, as we said, is on center stage. The Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies, followed by the Astros and the Twins, the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Here Tonight is the night that you're supposed to bet on the Dodgers. The Dodgers will look terrible in their first two games. But I think there's a good chance that those bats do wake up tonight. That's why I think the Dodgers do win, and we picked out a couple RBI props for that game. The Astros and the Twins for me today, probably a true coin toss. The Twins are going to have a kitchen sink game. And if you don't know what that term is in Major League Baseball, that means we're throwing everything at the Astros just to stay alive, even if it means blasting some starting pitchers that we expect to be on the mound in the following couple days. Because there will be no tomorrow if you lose tonight. The Braves and the Phillies maybe the two best teams in Major League Baseball. This is going to be an unbelievable close to the series. Nobody's going to be surprised, probably, if the Phillies win the next two games. Nobody's going to be surprised if it goes back to Atlanta and the Braves win this series, which means it's going to be a classic. It's going to go either way. You will be surprised. The Phillies tonight have the advantage. They should actually be in a closeout situation, but they're not because they couldn't hold on against the best team in Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves. We'll see if they can do that in front of that raucous crowd tonight at Citizens Bank Ballpark. We'll see how that One plays out. And also, from the tickets perspective, for me, I only have a couple tickets in on a few different teams. That's the Phillies and the Astros. That's it. If they end up meeting in the World Series, that's going to be wonderful because I can't lose. And that's what you want to own up to. But these are big series here. And these numbers will fluctuate on who's going to win each one of these pennants based on the scores today. Because if the Phillies win, they're going to be the favorite to win overall here in the National League. If the Astros win tonight, they're probably going to be the favorite overall to win the American League pennant. So interesting stuff all the way around. Tomorrow, we get back into a little bit more football talk with Thursday Night Football. How entertaining that game will be, we don't know, but we will certainly be betting on that football game. And then away we go into Football Friday and a wonderful, wonderful weekend that is. So that'll do it for today's show. Good stuff as always. Thanks for the callers and listening in for jp behind the wheels of steel donnie wright's out here on a solo mission k double be back tomorrow but make sure you keep it right here on the sports grid network series xm channel 159
2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com